When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. afternoon and welcome to the full-time reds with me gav and kev for the lfc day trippers liverpool three brentford nil at anfield this afternoon in the premier league um it looked a bit little bit more like liverpool today i'm going to be honest with you following um the game against arsenal in the carabao cup on thursday um if you're watching here you're very very welcome make sure you hit the like button make sure you subscribe share and all that stuff and most importantly comment as well um Kev, a few bits to get through in the next half an hour or so, yeah. um, and we will have a, a fat back four at 10 o'clock tonight, myself, yourself, Davo and Shawnee, because Keith is at Anfield today, um, but a couple of bits to get through, uh, Liverpool and non-Liverpool, I suppose, but that was a little bit more like Liverpool today, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a lot more control, but it was still frustrating at times, you know, at nil-nil was a bit frustrating, uh, because it was, they were just so camped in. And the fear was, where's this chance going to come from? And I was delighted with the type of goals that we scored today, but more so with the set piece because of how how we scored the first goal. And once the first goal went in, it was just, it was the game was always going to get easier because they were going to have to come out. They were going to have to come out and try and play. And that, that in itself made it a lot easier for us. But I can understand people's frustrations for the first half hour or so. Because I mean, as much as the lineup was, I felt was the right lineup. I felt it was the wrong shape. Uh, but look, that's after the fact. After three 0 you can't really complain because we completely dominated the ninety minutes. You know, we had total control. Really, it was our mistakes were giving them half chances. But other than that, they never really did anything. They never worked anything. No, and, and, and that's it, probably that's probably coming out the back. I think they're beating four one up. Are they beating four one? They were beating four one, but it wasn't a four one kind of game. Yeah, it but, was. But, uh, Deflected goal, uh, an own goal, and they were chasing it, you yeah. know. But the last few results they've had have been one nils, two ones. Mm. You know, they've been close games, but they've been in all of them. And I think the, they lost one nil to Man City. Yeah, you know. So and that's recently they've been in games all the time. Yeah, and you know? but yeah. Um, we talk about we talk about the lineup really quickly because he goes yeah. with he goes with Trent, Matip, Van Dijk, and Robertson as his back four uh, tonight. Uh, this afternoon, Henderson, Fabinho, Jones comes yeah. in, comes into midfield, which I think we were all kind of calling for for that bit of just that bit of forward momentum from a player. Um, Oxley Chamberlain starts up front with Firmino and Jota. Uh, Minamino drops out there, and I like the look of the shape. I like the look of the shape actually, um, because I, I always thought that you might see Henderson sit a bit more and Jones push on, and with that pack defence. There's a bit more pace in Oxley Chamberlain. That's what I mean. Like, you know, it's a bit more right. of one where he is direct with it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And we're not just leaving it up to uh, Alex or Alexander Arnold to be whipping everything in, although we've done really well today with a lot of a good, a few good balls. Some of the deliveries. A good shot early on as well, if I remember. Um 
but but I, I was happy with that side. I was happy with that side, and and it was nice and strong. But like you say, the Brentford outlook was they they, they go to up front, but you know they always looked very far away from the rest of the side, didn't they? Yeah. They looked yeah, they looked marooned kind of up there, and yeah. that's where we've struggled, Kev. You know, against teams that just sit in, they might leave one, maybe two up, but the red, the other eight are just absolutely nailed on the on the eighteen yard line, and they're not going nowhere else, and that's where we struggled. So. To get that goal before half time was huge, but I thought we started well. I thought it was much brighter than Arsenal. It was just much brighter. It was. It almost it was if remember what we were talking about after the Arsenal game was the you know you had a lot of players recovering from COVID who hadn't played in a while, and they needed the minutes. Well, it was clear that they needed the minutes, and the payoff is how how they responded today. They were the, the passing was better. I mean, yeah, there was a couple of slips in the passing at the back, out of the back from I think Matip made one yeah. really bad one. Yeah, but really other than that, there was two or three. But in general, the passing, the accuracy of the passing was a lot better, and the intent in the passing was better. That's it. Um, it was the, the the frustration for me. I mean, look, they've Brentford had the, their back five that were fixed. Rico Williams or is Rico Williams, Rico. Their, le- their left wing back, he went off late in, or halfway through the second half. I can't remember his last name. Oh, um, yeah, I got a few now. Yeah. But um, he is seriously quick. So I can understand not going down his side to try to take him on 1v1 because he's, you're not going to get the better of him pace wise. But Rico Henry. Rico Henry, yeah. He's, he's, a, he's seriously rapid. And I can understand not wanting to get involved in a foot race with him. But. I'd like to have seen more of Trent pulling wider to stretch the pitch out, but you're nitpicking. I, I'm nitpicking at that. You know, it, it's um, the control that we got in out of midfield today was what we've built our last three three years on. Yeah, you know, as soon as you you lose it, you get it back. You win it back fast. Isn't that the thing? You recycle it and you go again. If if you. And this is probably, you know, off the back of Arsenal, although it was very disappointing, it's an interesting one to watch because against Arsenal, they sat in very much like Brentford did, but obviously they did 10 men after 24, 25 minutes, right? And we were talking about, you know, Minamino, Jota, Firmino, you know, they all want little passes here and there, the directness isn't there. And when, when Robertson and Alexander want to put one in the box, unless Firmino's in there, who's fairly decent in the air, the other two aren't. Yeah. Jota as well, but Jota was playing wide but when we were losing to Arsenal it was like oh we pass it here we pass it whereas today I felt like you said the attitude was there so even if even if we weren't on top form going forward we, we were so intent on getting the ball back that that yeah. nearly creates space for you anyway do you know, well, it does. Do you know that, was, that was the that was the hope that look at nil nil if we're not going to get to break them down with incisive passing that you turn over a ball quickly when they're trying to transition out of their defensive shape into an attack and you win it back and you can counter. That was that was my one thing I thought if we that's a great way to, for us to be able to get into them. The other thing I liked was Jota and Bobby were closer together today. And yes. You know, one would go, one would stay, but in general the, the two of them rotated that one position pretty well. Mm-hmm. And Curtis played yeah, he was lined up in midfield, but he wasn't really. It was more of an attacking 
attacking left mid, you know, yeah. or le- you know, left center attacking mid would be. But this, but this this is the thing, Kev. When you talk about that, as soon as you say that, all I think is overloading teams. Yeah, when you have somebody that's naturally, and that this is where Henderson I think has fallen down at times over the last while. He's lost the way because earlier on in the season and Henderson played that position, he was making runs. He was, you know, he was pushing with the ball. Whereas in the last while you've seen him getting in them positions and he's either hooking one in the box or he's just passing it easy, passing. You need someone that's incisive in those positions. And when yeah. you get that, you get an overload, right? And we've seen an awful lot with um, Wijnaldum when he played in that position. Because yeah. Wijnaldum used to play on that side and what he'd do was he'd make darting runs. He mightn't get it, but he'd make a darting run and he'd come back out. He'd get it, he'd move it a bit, he'd come back out. And what it does is it frees up and it overloads them. And you need that massively when you have literally five at the back and three in midfield. You know what I mean? That are just sitting there. And that's I think that's why me and you and others were calling for Curtis Jones to play today. Yeah, I think look, I like Curtis anyway. I think he's got a bright, bright future. He's a very good footballer. And uh, the more games he plays, the more confidence he's gonna get. He's got a swagger about him. That, you know, I, I like his confidence. And you saw it a lot today where he was willing to take someone even on your own halfway line, as suppose you can pick and choose your areas where you want to do it because he lost it once or twice in a, in a couple of bad areas, but it didn't deter him from doing it again. Yeah. And that's what you miss in midfield. That like Tiago gives you that, uh, Naby gives you that, you know, that energy, that drive, forward thinking to create and make something happen. It it's won't about balance, work. Yeah. It's about balance, Kev. Because you have to have the other two to do that. Yeah, but if you have Fabinho, we've said it before. Fabinho protects. Thiago is the one that controls. And what I mean by controls is he he does lose the ball. There's no doubt about that. But he yeah, hits yeah, passes yeah. where it just takes two or three men over. And I'm not talking in around the box. I'm talking deep in air half. You can take two or three players out, and Alexander Arnold's gone. And what that does is it no, it lets the guy on the right of the tree go. I can go here. I yeah. can actually go here. And if if he hits the right pass, I'm literally another extra man breaking into the box here. And that's the whole idea around it. Yeah, you create 4v3s. Exactly. You overload all the time. If you have the control, you have the protection, and then you have somebody that's willing to be that bit incisive. And I think we've seen it more today, particularly in Curtis Jones, but I think that the, the inclusion of Oxlade-Chamberlain was one where you go, yeah, that makes sense. Because you're adding something on the right-hand side where we're not going to fall into the default of letting Trent get the ball 30 yards from goal or 35 and start putting her in the box. Even if you have Firmino and Jota closer to each other. Yeah, we're we're going to go out power. there that's willing to run, dribble, get to the end line, wherever it might be, or hit a good pass. You know, and Ox is capable of all them things. You know, yeah. I think even the inclusion there, whether he plays a brilliant game or not, he thought he was okay, Ox, and we'll talk about his goal in yeah. a minute. But it, yeah. it, it, it's another thing in, in Brentford's mind because if they go... If they go with Minamino and Jota's out on that right-hand side, Jota's looking to get in the box. So what they're going to do is they're going to give it to Alexander, let Alexander-Arnold have it. And as you said, he's not going to outrun that guy down the left. So yeah. he's going to be resorted to putting him in the box. So I thought the, the selection um, was a good one. Um, how how crucial was it to get that goal? Because we, we had a few sighters. I think Jota has a header. Matip has one. Trent has a shot. Um there's a couple, has another scuffed shot as yeah well. there's a couple around and you think and I am kind of thinking getting the 40 41 42 that you know yeah. it's this is um the, don't I, I was dreading half time because I yeah, thought we so were well in I. control but you know how teams come out in the second half and they go really have to protect it now yeah. they'd even got they, they'd take a forward on and put another midfielder on you know it was a crucial yeah. goal wasn't it and Fabinho on the score sheet again yes, Fabinho on the score sheet but 
in the stream that I, the the place where I was watching the game, they analysed the goal and they analysed it brilliantly. The goal was really made by Jordan Henderson mm. at the front post because he in the we had a lot of corners in that first half and Trent was hitting the first man, but the first man that was his job. To it was um, Ivan Tony was their first was their front postman and it was his job to read the corner, get his head on it, get something on it, and clear it. Yeah. But what Henderson did is Henderson pinned him, so he didn't. Henderson didn't allow him to get that run out of the front post, which allowed Trent to whip the ball in, created havoc, and it went to the back post. And there you go. That's where the goal came from. But it was through Henderson. Because that's not training ground. That's Henderson seeing something in their corners. Look, if I go and stand here, I can stop him from making a run. I can stop Tony from making yeah, a run and clearing the ball. Yeah. It's, exactly. But yeah. it's not something that he would have been told to do. It's something that he'd have done off his own back to try it and see what happened. And luckily for us, it went to the back stick. And in fairness, Fabinho is six foot one two. He should be getting more goals from yeah. set pieces. You he know, does, so I'm, it was a good goal and it was vital. Great time. Great the time. Game was um, a few shouts for Key Plunker. He said, uh, David Walsh says, you should send <laughs> Key Plunker over more often. And James Martin says, I've just seen Keith buying merch outside the ground. Good vibes. Um, yeah, Keith over there. It was his son's first ever game at Anfield. So what? we're absolutely delighted for him yeah, that he gets a 3 0 win to burn the ears off his dad on the way home. About. Um, <laughs> so that's obviously good. Uh, Graham McCarthy says, anyone else getting bored with the shit songs and lack of originality from away fans in general? Can't remember the last song I heard from an away team about their own team. Yeah, listen, you just, that's what they are. They're, they're all obsessed with Liverpool Football Club. Even when they come to play Liverpool, and you know that's Brentford's one of Brentford's biggest away games in how long, uh, in the league. In a, uh, a look, league they'd, they'd have been promoted and saying, right, let's the away days that they're talking off, Anfield, Old Trafford, yeah. Villa Park, the Emirates, you know, wherever it might be. Yeah, yeah, you know they're the and Anfield and Old Trafford are the two biggest away days for every side in the league. Don't let anyone tell you any different. Yeah, exactly, especially promoted sides. You yeah. know what I mean? If you're a Brentford fan, can you imagine what you're? You know, you've followed your club for however many years. You're finally into the big time and you're going away to Anfield. All you want is, you know, a performance. Whether you, you get something or not, it's, odds are you're not. Yeah. You just want to be able to come away from the day, able to talk about something. Yeah. And they can't. They have yeah. nothing to talk about. I remember being um, at, at Anfield's 19-20 season, fourth day, uh, Friday night against Norwich. I think they had only That was Norwich, yeah. And uh, they were great. Yeah, yeah, they were great. Sang their own they songs. They had a good didn't they? Yeah, they had. Yeah, no, they were falling down at half time or something. Yeah, but um, the the fans were good that night. But I've been to Anfield loads of times, and all you can hear from um, all you can hear from the team is just singing about Liverpool and is this a library, all this sort of stuff. But people need yeah. to realise that Liverpool are very patient with their fan with that team. Um, and someone said it in the chat earlier. Really patient from the crowd today, considering Thursday night. And Liverpool are patient and um. You know, I think people come expecting there's no ground in the world where it's constant noise from one end, start to the end. Just not. Um, but to be that obsessed is, is fucking mad. Um, but yeah, it's a it's a big goal, and he does well with the header um, to get the the, the nod on he it, does, and get, yeah. it, get it in um, because he's at the back post and he's kind of stretching a bit backwards a bit from what I can remember because I didn't even see a replay. Um, but uh, it's one nil at half time, and you're thinking, yes, yeah. I'm delighted with that because even if it means that they're coming out to play the same game as they have. I'm good with that because Liverpool are really good. I just didn't want them getting 45 minutes under that belt where, you know, oh, we've survived that. They have something, let's, they have let's, something to hold on let's to. Let's double yeah. down. Let's double down. 
Um, second half, um, sorry, Van Dijk had a chance as well in that first half. You're right. Somebody said that. I just wanted to mention that Van Dijk did have one. Um, I think Tony was on the line for that one, wasn't he? Oh, that was a shot. Yeah, the, um, it was cleared off. I don't. I can't remember. Yeah, I think it might have been Tony. But anyway, or one nil half time. Um, as I said, crucial goal. We go into the second half. And Kev, what we want to see from Liverpool in the second half is more of the same. You know, because yeah. as much as they might keep it the same, they might think just, they might drop off a little bit because of that goal. You know the way teams think about other, yeah. what, what the reaction of others will be as much as it's, themselves. It's first uh, 10 minutes. It's first 10 minutes of the second half. You just want to come out and just almost, almost turn around and say, not today. Exactly. You know, whatever you thought you were, you were doing at halftime, you're not having it. And, you know, once you get through that first five five minute spell yeah. of an onslaught, if it I'm, comes, get through that and you're okay. And we did. We we dominated early yeah. second half. Look, I think Jota has a shot. Um, then they bring on Canos, don't they, fairly early in the second yes. half. Yes, they bring on Sergi Canos. For, for Rico Henry. For Rico Henry, yeah. yeah. Um, but I know, um, yeah, Jota has a, has a chance. Um, it's not, it's, it's a decent shot. But Liverpool are, Liverpool are kind of on top and then there's a kind of a lull. Um, then there's that chance for, for then Brentford have a little bit of a sniff as well. Do you know what I mean? Around the arrow mark. Um, yeah, they had a, it was a turn and shot that went wide, wasn't yeah, it? Uh, yeah. But Alisson pretty much read. Uh, Where he was going. Right, the, yeah, the striker was falling away. He could only go that that side and Alisson was already there. Yeah. So he had it pretty much covered. But at the same time, it's like, at that stage then you look, just get a second and we can relax. Because at 1-0, and in fairness, we haven't, like I've said over the last few streams, we haven't been in the best of form. So at 1-0, they're always in the game. You know, whether we like it or not, they might, it, all it takes is one bad pass, one turnover, and you're creating a rod for your own back. But then with the cross from Robbo for the second one, well, that's uh, the thing because just before the second one, um, Jota has a good chance. Oh, uh, yeah. About two minutes before it. Um, and I wanted the second one badly because even though we're in control, you want that second one, you want that cushion just in case anyone makes a slip or whatever it might be. Um, Jota gets a chance, keeper does well, um, in fairness. But then two minutes, three minutes later, um, Oxley Chamberlain makes a 2 0 and it's a great ball from Robertson. And it's a good finish from Oxlade Chamberlain, I have to say. It was a great, pre- great finish under pressure. I love a diving header, anyway. Mm. But it's a, that's the kind of a run that, is, that a midfielder makes. That's the kind of run that Ox would make if he was playing in midfield. Yeah, you know, getting in, getting in to make the extra man around the far post. He, it was a great cross. The, the 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 goal was made by the cross. Yeah. it made it that much easier because makes his mind up for. Yeah, Chamberlain never really had a... And you can tell the difference between that goal and one when you guys watch Get Home and you watch the highlights of the Leeds-West Ham game and you watch the... Um, right at the death of the West Ham game, Jared Bowen had almost a ver- an identical chance and he went with his chest. If he goes with his head, he scores. But Ox went with the head, diving header, great finish, and that was game set and match. And... For the work rate, for the work that he put into the to that game, it doesn't go. It's not the flashy work, and because he's playing in most position, he'll he'll never get the kind of credit 
that he deserves for it. But he worked, he worked hard today. Yeah. You know, not everything that he did came off, but that run was made. That that run he probably made half a dozen times in a game. Yeah, and, and, and that was the one that paid off. It was brilliant. Do you know what? Um, it, it does. It wraps it up, and and it gives chance. It, it gives a chance for Liverpool to make substitutions as well. Yeah. You know, because the game the game is quite safe, and you know you see. Um, you see, of course, uh, Minamino, or Minamino, come on, yeah. He's, I'm just looking yeah. her up what minute it was because I yeah. thought it was about 80. Was 70, um, 75. I, do you know what? I thought it was 80, right? And I'm actually looking back and going, no, oh, couldn't have been. Should he scored in the 77th? I felt, for some reason, when Minamino scores, I felt like there's only five minutes left. You know, it was just that, that much had gone on. Yeah. But um, no, look, Oxley Chamberlain goes off. Um, Minamino it comes on. Like he rolled his ankle, didn't yeah. it? it yeah. Uh, and you know what? I'd hate him to miss something because you're right in what you're saying. He won't get many plaudits for what he's doing on that side of the pitch. Now, we're not telling him Oxley Chamberlain is the best thing since sliced bread because of this performance. No. But you're looking for any positives you can through this period where we're missing two of our front men, where the guy comes on, plays up front, you know, um, wide, gets a fucking goal. And you're like, do you know what? Yeah. That kicks him on for his former side on Thursday or it's Palace, isn't it, on the Sunday then? Um, you know, that that's a, that's a big thing. And I'm just hoping that it was just a precaution. Take him off. And um, well, Garmack in the chat is saying Klopp said it's nothing serious. So. Okay. So it's just a little bit, hopefully a day's rest. Similar to what the, what Ox or what um, Robertson had going off injured again in the, uh, against Shrewsbury. Yeah. With that late tackle, hopefully it's just, you know, a bit of a roll. You know, felt it a bit late on in the game. No need to take any chances and no need yeah. to risk risk him with it. Absolutely. The Anfield Unbearable says Trent on, on double number assists in January. Unbelievable. Just a quick one on that. The Anfield Unbearables is friends of ours. It's uh, Ben, it's Barry and it's um, Marty. That's a new YouTube channel that is starting up. Um, Liverpool related. The lads used to be involved with um, rivalry, rivalry aside. aside. And they've gone out on their own to their own Liverpool stuff. So make sure to go and check them out. Type in the Anfield Unbearables. There's no content on this channel yet because they're putting a lot of work into it. I was speaking to one of them the other day. Um, so they're trying to get everything right before they bring it to you. But go and check yeah. them out. Three really nice lads and they're worth listening to. There's no... There's no, no waffle shite, and no. it's, it's very like what we do. Um, we just talk, we have opinions, we get on with it. So um, go and check out the Anfield Unbearables on YouTube, and they will have some content coming your way soon. I wanted to give you that a show, and thanks for putting in that message or, or that chat. So I would have remembered. Um, <laughs> but Minamino makes a three, and you know the game is up on Brentford are trying to play out from the back and do fucking different things. Firmino does well, gets a, sets him up, he gets a tap in, and it doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't take away from his miss on Thursday night, but it kind of puts it to bed a little bit. Look, he's got a goal. We've won 3 0. We move on. Yeah. One for the birthday boy. Um, 27 years of age now. So he's at that stage in his career where, you know, if he wants regular football, honestly, he's going to have to look at a move. But he's doing himself no no harm by coming off the bench and impacting games. And he he was buzzing around the place for the last, you know, 15 minutes or so. Pressing the ball well and creating half chances, and I'm happy for him because he is a tidy footballer, and he should be. He would do a good job somewhere, you know. He it might not be look at the top end of a top of a top league, but I was delighted for him 
and because of the because of the goal as well, it was almost like a training ground goal. Um, you know, no, you finish it. No, you finish it. No, have it. Go on. And, and <laughs> that was almost like a take it take the piss kind of goal. Yeah, but it 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 was the icing on the cake for the performance because it um it deserved that kind of a. Finish. It put a reflection on it. That was fair. It did. Yeah. yeah, it was very comfortable. You know, it was it like, was a very dominant performance. And the thing is, like Jota isn't isn't bad in the game. I don't think. No, um, he's fairly lively. Bobby looks like he's back fully fit, and he gets he gets that assist. Um, you know, uh, Minamino gets a goal. Chamberlain yeah. gets a goal. Um, but I want to talk it, about Cade Gordon because Cade Gordon he, comes on and he should score. He should have scored. He should score. It was on his right foot. It was. I was screaming, just take a pass keeper, knock it past him. He's already go- he's already made up his mind what he's doing. Yeah. Just chip it chip it past him and slot it in and there you go. Into the into the into the cop. Yeah. On your Premier League debut. It was yeah. I was desperate for him to score. Yeah. But more than anything, I was desperate for him to get the chance. And yeah. uh, the composure he showed going one on one when he had the chance bodes well for the future. He was he was lively when he came on. There was a bit late on as well when he I don't know, he followed one of the Brentford players and I was like, yeah, go on then. Yeah. You know, that yeah. shows a bit of ball and a bit of balls as well, that he's not afraid to put his foot in when it when it needs to be put in. Yeah. But I was desperate for him to score. How, how I, significant is it that he comes on? Now I know I think he's it, making I know he's making changes up front. I get that. You know, he brings he brings off um Oxley Chamberlain. Um he brings off Jota and he brings you know, Milner comes on for Firmino. Um yeah. but how how significant is it? I know I know that they're they're, they're Three up, Clock. I think. Um, yeah. He's still bringing him on, Kev. Still a Premier League game, and he's still bringing him on. He could he could have brought on, on someone else off that bench to just give them time, looking forward yeah. to maybe tours they are, maybe needing them in the next league game or two. Well, one thing I've noticed about Klopp in the last five years, right, is he doesn't give out appearances for the sake of it. He doesn't just hand people games off the cuff in the league. You know, he he more often than not been... He's done it in Europe as well, where he's played stronger size than he should have. Mm. So when it comes to him making appearance, making a change, I'm glad he made it because it was the right decision and it was the right thing to do. But you have to show this kid that there is a pathway through for him in the near future because like Jude Bellingham and other players of that age, they are anxious to play first team football so you have to show that look in 12 there's months a pa- time, there's a pathway yeah in 12 months time 18 months time when you turn when you're 19 turning 20 you will be a mainstay in the first team squad pushing for a starting place and we will still be challenging for top honors and you will be key to that for the foreseeable so you have to start somewhere yeah. and today that was an ideal game to bring him on and it's the type it's uh, this is the season I really wish we had five subs mainly for him. Yeah, or the likes of him. Yeah, for him, Morton, and one or two others, mm-hmm. but mainly for him that he's um, he's get he gets valuable minutes and experience because the more he plays against first team Premier League footballers, the more he'll know what he has to do and how he has to improve to and where he has to improve in his game and what he can and can't get away with comparing from under-23 football to first-team senior football. 
Because they're two different games. Yeah, they are. They're, they're, light, they're miles yeah. away from each other. Um, Aiden91 says it doesn't feel significant more about rest for Thursday. Yeah, but just to give him, like, to give him 10 minutes, like somebody says there, yeah. good to see him getting 10 minutes rather than the usual two or three. He could have brought on Nico Williams. Um, I think it was Emmett said that. He could have. He could have put yeah. Nico Williams on there. Um, if he wanted to give Trent a rest on Thursday, say, for argument's sake, just to give him yeah. 10 minutes. But he, he brings him on. Um, Gordon done, done well when he came on, says Delwin. Um, Owen says he'd start him on Thursday. Don't risk Ox if there's any doubt and give him the chance. Um, the wonky donkey says after Gordon committed the foul, Kev was on about he gave the official a never a foul ref rap. Um, when running back and all ballsy from the young fella, which is good. Love it. Um, Love it. Ox putting the game to bed was the moment of the match for me. It would have been fantastic if Kev scored that. It would have been. Um, and Delwin says I wish Gordon scored that. Unlucky though, very talented. Archie Doolan just going back on on Trent. Uh, since 2018-19 season, the top three assists in Europe are um, Muller, Messi, and Trent. So there you go. He's in there. Uh, yeah. Once, you look at it. Muller's assisting for Lewandowski. So I mean, Levin, Ro- yeah, Robert Lewandowski. Around the German league. Messi's the best player you've ever seen, and Trent. Yeah. Still, people <laughs> still think he's not that fucking good, which is yeah. absolutely sensational. Not good enough people. to play right back for England, apparently. Okay, two things before we go. Firstly, man of the match. This might change again later, but from the bits I've seen of it so far, Fabinho, I thought he was absolutely fucking immense in midfield today. Mm. He was just, he attracted everything. Everything was, he just, he was just a walking, a walking machine breaking stuff up. He was, he was brilliant today. I really enjoyed him. Uh, snap. I think it's Fabinho as well. I think Robertson <laughs> played well, but I think Fabinho yeah. was just, yeah, Fabinho was just everywhere. And when we look Henderson it, was, Henderson, Henderson did was well. a lot better. He was a lot, he was better, a lot better, but I think there's more to go for him. Yeah, but, um, you know, with Fabinho, he nearly sets the tempo for me. Yeah. He nearly sets it, and I think that's that's it. a lot of show for man of the match. Um, Rafa Benitez has been sacked by Everton. We're going to talk about it a bit more later on, but mm-hmm. Rafa Benitez sacked by Everton. Um, they're all over the shop, Kev. Like, like this, is, this is a guy that's come in. They were shy. He came in. He's been given fuck all to spend bar two yeah. young fullbacks that he signed the last two weeks. He signed um Demary Gray, which has done really well for them. One point five million. Yeah, he's signed um Redmond. Andros Townsend. Oh yeah, Andros Townsend. Yeah. yeah. I keep getting those two mixed up. Uh, Andros Townsend on a free. And um the guy up front that he brought in on an emergency for me. Rondon. Yeah, because Calvert Leon. But where did he go from this Kev? I was because I, mean, I was, can I, I was can chat- I tell you what, don't answer that. No, don't I'll, answer that. Don't answer that. I'll, I'll I'll put that to you later at ten o'clock. Yeah. Are you surprised, or do you think it's the right decision? That's all I'll ask you, and we get we'll cover it more at ten o'clock tonight. I'm surprised because they sold Dinya three days ago on the strength of what Dinya believed was his position in the squad because of Rafa, uh-huh. and they allowed him to go. Uh-huh. For t- good money, at the same time, but and then three days later they sacked the guy who was the perceived problem. Yeah, that just shows me that they haven't got a clue what's going on. After They're getting old. rid of Michael, Michael Brantz or whatever his name is, after getting rid of Brantz, which was the right thing to do because he's he's just been buying dross. Yeah, but they've let they've let Rafa shake your things up over the last four or yeah. five months, and now they're just getting rid of him. It's pure, total, one hundred percent fan pressure. Yeah, that's. That, that's got him out because... Yeah. But if they go the other way, Kev, if they go the other way and they say, right, listen, we're bringing in Graham Power. 
just for argument's sake. Which yeah, he yeah, be, okay. He yeah. should be forced on the list, by the way, right? Yeah. Um, in my opinion, if they want to play these in football, but if they say if they come out and say and make a very strong statement to say we're bringing in Graham Potter, we're, we're what we're expecting from Graham Potter is to bring in more youthful players, more you know um, exciting players. This type of football, it's going to take fucking three years. Pipe up or pipe down and give a fucking over and we, and leave us to it, right? They won't accept that. No, they. There's there no are a mini version of Manchester United who give lip service to a rebuild and bringing on players for the future and absolutely yeah. detest it at the same time. But I see this from people I follow online who are Everton fans and they still think they're a big club. They're a historic club. They're not a big club. There's a big difference between the two. Manchester United are a big global brand. There are some very big historic clubs in the Premier League and the Championship. But those are historic clubs. They're not a big club. They're a small club with a very small-time mentality that if you brought in an owner with loads of money and said, look, throw loads of money at it and it guarantees success, it doesn't. It's so easy to spend spend money in football and badly do it. They've done it. But there's plenty of Emma says Rafa being used as a scapegoat. They never wanted him. Riddled with injuries and COVID issues, they were also always going to get rid of him. The first chance they got, Rooney is on the list. Apparently, that'll be the most romantic thing they'll do. And romanticism doesn't work um, when you're appointing the manager. It just doesn't. Although yeah. he's doing a fantastic job at Derby. He's doing I a great job up, at Derby. I looked it up yesterday. Without the 21 points deduction, Derby would be yeah. five points off the playoffs. Yeah. Um, and they've been hammered with players having to go and all sorts of stuff. Yeah. He's doing a brilliant job, but he's yeah, he is, but it's he's light years away from what Premier League management. Yeah. Uh, but we, and we it's talk, not we just talk yeah, we'll talk about it later. We'll talk about so more detail at ten into, o'clock tonight. I know yeah. I know I definitely know uh Davo and, and Sean will have something to say on it. Oh yeah. But um look I've seen shouts to just give it to Dunk because he knows what the club are about. Like Okay, do what you want. It's it's fucking madness. <laughs> But um, the, the cop, the cop well, actually, they say it couldn't get any worse. It can, yeah, and it really can, yeah, absolutely. You know, so they, they've got to be really careful that they're not dragged in. They're well, that's very it. They're only about six points off the bottom three now. Exactly, yeah. and I'm convinced after watching Newcastle yesterday, even get falling away with a draw, but I'm convinced that they will be safe. Yeah, um, you know, so. Yeah, look, it's it's one of those where we, we, we are coming back at 10 o'clock. Myself, Kev, Keith, not Keith, Shawnee and Davo. Keith is in at Anfield, um, was watching Liverpool today. So was Andy, actually. Um, but, yeah, that's it. 3-0. Um, we will be back at 10. Don't Happy forget. Hit, we're on 99 likes. Ah, oh, come on. There's 219. You have to get 100, watching. lads, before we can go. Yeah, come, two, on. come on, hit the like button. Um, 219 watching. Uh, 99 likes. Please like, please share, please subscribe. But most of all, um, comment and get involved in the chat as I said 40 shows per month live on YouTube and then across all, same shows all across your podcast apps absolutely free um, so the only thing we ask is when you come on hit the like button maybe share it to your social media subscribe if you haven't already but most importantly get involved in the chat because and the comments afterwards the comments afterwards we read all them as well so that's all we're at the only support we ask for is just use hitting clicking a few buttons every time we come live which is every fucking four hours at this stage um, but, <laughs> but um, no look that's been us that's been the full time Reds Liverpool 3 Brentford nil. Um, 
Thanks to everyone in the chat. Thanks to Kev. Um, it's a good three points for Liverpool. Pushes them clear in second place and doesn't keep pressure on Man City, but we haven't made that mistake yet because the next mistake is massive. Um, one more mistake from Liverpool is done. One mistake from City and oh, ooh, we have a squeak. Um, <laughs> we're, back to the count- we're back to the countdown then. Exactly. We've shot up in the likes there as well. Fair play to you. Um, well done, well done. So 10 Ladies. o'clock. Don't forget, check us out. The Fatback 4. We'll have that set up in the next couple of hours so you'll see it there appearing on our feed on YouTube. All right. Um, yeah. 3-0 the Reds. Talk to you in a bit. Over now. Sports Social Podcast Network.